All right. I'm Roger Armstrong, and I was a psychic child born in 1930. And these are my stories about how I grew up with psychic abilities, learned to control them, learning, learning to fit into society with them. My grandpa was marvelous and gave me lots of rules so that when I went home, then I wouldn't have the problems of people being upset because I was weird. Now, I had a group of friends that I played with, <clears throat> and I never had to go home when I hurt myself or cut myself because I could always stop the bleeding and heal the wound. And so I, I wanted them to have, they wanted to have these abilities too. Though we called them powers in those days. So this is what I did. I would hypnotize one of them by looking at a candle. And once they were hypnotized, I'd blow the candle out and I would light it again. And when I lit the candle, I would say, oh, I'm sorry. A flake of the match head came and landed on your arm and burned you here. And I would touch it with my finger. And I would cover the spot with my hand. And when I pulled my hand away, a blister would have formed. And all the kids would go, ooh. And I'd raise my hand and I would say, and I would cover the blister with my hand again, and I would say, now, I'm sorry, I fooled you. It wasn't a piece of the match that touched your arm, it was just my finger. So you aren't burned at all. And I would take my hand away, and the blister would be gone. So I would say to them, you have the power you have the ability within your body to control your body. So when you cut yourself, you can stop bleeding. Just tell it to stop bleeding. If you want to heal yourself, cover it with your hand and tell you that it didn't happen. And when you take your hand away, the cut will be healed. The same with pain. You can say, there is no pain. The pain did not happen. And the pain will go away. Now, I didn't understand the implications and the empowerment that that permission, that little state of permission gave them. Until very, very recently. When I read in England, there's a hypnotherapist that is telling burn patients that the accident did not happen. It was just an illusion. And their burns were not real burns at all. And one young woman who had burns on 90% of her body, within two days, had all new skin and was just fine. But again, that's the power that the mind has. Now, I can't go around, or I didn't want to go around and, and healing everybody in the world. 
you know, that doesn't work. So you just did that thing with very, very close friends, and they had to agree to it. But when a new kid came into our group, everyone would say, do the blister thing, do the blister thing. And we would also then train them to control their cuts, their bleeding, and their pain. Now, I was a very active child. I was what you'd call a wanderer. And I wandered because I had my uh, uh, astral friends with me when I went out. My, my guardians, I called them. Now, <clears throat> my guardians were the ones that helped train me to do the, 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 psychic, the physical psychic abilities. And they liked me to draw a lot. They really encouraged drawing. Because a lot of the psychic power is generated through visions, through pictures in your head of something happening. And if you focus hard enough, then it becomes a reality. Or one of the realities. But there was a valley near my house. And the valley was about a mile or two wide, was about 150 to 200 feet deep, and it was a, 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 a county park. And in Cleveland, they call it one of the pieces of the emerald necklace, because all around Cleveland, circling Cleveland, there's a park. Now, it was really quite wild. And there were coyotes there. There were deer. A lot of wild animals. Raccoons. So I would go there, because it's only two blocks from my house, and I would walk down the 150-foot cliff on a very, very narrow animal trail. I think it was a coyote trail, probably. And I would go down there and feel the trees, and practice my lifting, touch mines with the fish in the river, talk with the water. You know, water is very intelligent. And practice all my psychic abilities there. Now later on, I found that I needed glasses. And until the third grade, everyone thought that I was retarded because I couldn't read. And I was terrible at arithmetic. But when I got my glasses, I read everything in sight. Now you can imagine, here I am, a psychic child, and yet my whole world was blurry. And now I can see things in sharp detail. So my drawings changed. Instead of drawing broad pictures and vistas that were just suggestive of what's there, now I'm doing little tight detail pieces. I read all the books in the children's section in like three weeks. And then I started the adult section. And after I read all the books on hypnosis, I started with section A. 
by author, and I read all the books in section A, and then I went to section B, and then I went to section C, and then I went to section D. I read all the way to T. And the last book that I read, strangely enough, I remember it's its name, was called Wings of Morning by Tracy. After that, I've kind of lost interest in reading absolutely everything just for the sake of reading. And I read things for a purpose, to find specific information. Now, I am Roger Armstrong, and I am a psychic child. And I hope you've enjoyed my stories. And if you're a psychic child, I hope this has brought memories of your raising. Did you have astral friends to teach you things? Did you have a grandpa that uh, laid the ground, ground rules down for you so you were able to survive in our uh, rather narrow view society? Well, if you enjoyed my stories, I hope you will share your stories with me. Check my website, wasapsychicchild.com, and that will give you information on how to contact me and where to send your story to. Looking forward to hearing from you.